right. Chuck, we got a good one today. Yes. I have something to talk about. You may have a topic that's constructive. No, I, you know, actually, you know what I want to talk about? What's that? Actually, is, um, so we've formed the pit of despair, right? I originally thought we were basically going to turn this into a drinking game of sorts. <laughs> I, I envisioned us, you know, having all these terms that like we say all the time, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> and then, you know, we just, uh, we just have to walk around doing shots all day. Like, and it's a blast. Like, like every, like every, every day is a party. But you know what? Like all the terms that we've thrown in to the pit, I feel like I rarely say them. I mean, I've, I've, yes, I've slipped a couple of times and I will say for anybody listening, being really honest and true to this and Jack can attest and our sales kickoff this year, I slipped, I said some of the pit of despair curse words and I did my shots. Noble, noble <laughs> beyond question. Jack, Jack and Fauci was there. <laughs> the, the, the more impressive thing is that I actually had whiskey next to me to, to actually follow all the way through. So Jack, do, do we have anything to add to the pit? to try to, uh, to boost our chances of success? Well, I do have something on which I'm a little rant-tastic right now uh, <laughs> that may find its way hobbling, teetering into the pit uh, with its chums. Uh, and it's a word that originally brought comfort and warmth and a sense of well-being that now is just becoming super irritating. And it's a combination of words that actually came like into the forefront of my attention because of some good work that was done by AWS, right? So I'm just going to introduce the concept. Security is hard. Yes, no kidding. Um, and oftentimes people are looking for someone to help them um, with good recommendations, uh, previous history, stories they can tell. And these people are viewed as, and here we go, trusted advisors, Right. And originally you get the, the view inside your head of the consigliere, right? Somebody who's going to come and give you advice that you need to make things better. You get, you get the thought of some of the, the great folks we've been exposed to in the course of our careers who can actually help us to learn and to make better decisions. What have you like, yeah, that's solid. And then I start hearing it like pretty much everywhere. Right. And trusted advisor turns out to mean a person who can recommend more products I can buy. Uh, I did a search just, just before coming on the air today for trusted advisor security services. Any guesses, any guesses from the crowd on how many, how many entrants there were? Yes, there were 81 million responses from Google. For those of you who are mathematically inclined, that is 9,000 responses squared, coincidentally enough, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, and so I'm, I'm sort of feeling bad about that to begin with. But as I say, it was brought to my attention because now there's a trusted advisor provided by AWS, and it's a series of seven checks they're going to help you be more secure and save money on AWS. And so I think what we've seen is a diminution of the value of the trusted advisor from being that um, right-hand person, that person I lean on for her, her brilliance and her advice, who helps you to make better decisions about what you do, to being either a marketing term or a set of scripts that run inside an environment. And so what I'd like you to consider, Great One, is that trusted advisor may have outlived its usefulness because, frankly... Ah, not so much trusted and not so much an advisor. <laughs> Holly said, great one. I think, I, I think he's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> she's on, she, she's on mute. I'm pretty sure she just cursed. That's because that's she's the smartest of the three of us. 
in for those who can't see her, she's actually laughing right now. It is it, it is a good one for sure. It's uh, one that's basically been dissolved into like a the least common denominator. It's rough, man. Had had promise. It's got pissed into a snowbank. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering how can as an industry maybe we define what trusted means. Like, what do I trust you for? And what does advisor mean? Like, what kind of advice do I get from you? Right? A series of metrics coming out of a good tool from AWS that's not really advising, right? Maybe that's where we start. Yeah, perhaps. You know, I think in um, just talking about them specifically, they've kind of created some of these terms in a very kind of capitalistic way to try to like improve market share. I mean, I, I, I feel totally fine saying that. I mean, they're kind of reaching for ways to kind of resonate with the marketing grow their grow their footprint. And now, by the way, it's it's more competitive than ever. You know, so how, how are they gonna compete against uh you know Azure or Google Cloud platform? And by the way, like those those market segments for Azure and GCP are growing super fast. So those companies are only putting more behind it. Uh, so to come back to your question is like and given that, like how how would you, how how do we define that? Yeah, you know, it, when I think about the way that People ask us questions, right? Not not in the show necessarily, but in the day to day. Those questions are always super context rich, right? They're already always super focused on what they're living through, because the generic stuff they can figure out on their own. Everybody can Google whatever they want to learn a lesson about, right? But applying those lessons to their particular circumstance is what I think makes an advisor an advisor, right? And having an open mind to how to solve the problem, not how to push more gear on them. I think is super important as well, right? Because it's going to be seldom that, you know, either a single vendor or a single super parochial individual who only knows how to do one thing, they're not necessarily going to be able to offer comprehensive advice, right? So for me, you know, I'd like to see people who are advisors advising in the context of the, of the client's problem. And I'd like to see the trust be two things. I trust that you know things broadly. And so you don't have a bunch of blind spots and you're underinformed. And I also trust that the only interest you have in mind is my best interest, right? As a person who's looking for the advice, right? But I don't think that's going to happen, not in my lifetime, right? And so I think that the idea of trusted advisor is an oxymoron sort of on its face, which is why I'm sort of ranting about it and suggesting that it may need a trip to the bottom. <laughs> well, on that, I mean, there's, 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 there's two types of trust, right? There's granted or earned trust. Hmm. I feel like, too often, you know, people grant trust where they shouldn't grant trust, right? And unfortunately, in our industry, in an industry where we promote and encourage complexity, who's saying like the average consumer can't can't tell, like they they can't tell whether someone's qualified or not. Like you use a bunch of marketing buzzwords, and you know, you learn the right speak, like you can convince anybody, you know, and. To someone who, who's uninformed, like, and it's a complex, scary topic, it can be super deceiving. And, you know, and the, the thing with cyber is um, it's a very personal thing, right? In order to share your security posture and share, you know, kind of where you sit and the protections you have in place is like, this is a very like vulnerable act, if mm -hmm. you will, you know? And when I think about all the folks that I've talked with is, um, to get people to that point, actually, I let me take a step back. So people are willing to start at that point because they know they need help, but they're not always confident doing that. And I don't 
think they share as willingly as freely because they're somewhat guarded. Right. Because in some cases, like they don't, they don't really want to be called like, I'm, I'm using air quotes in my fingers. So like, I hate the term, but they don't want to be called stupid. Right. They don't want to be considered as, you know, be like, uh, how could you not put this group policy object on this VPN? Right. I'm like, how the fuck is anybody supposed to know that? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, but this is, this is all the thing. Like, like most people don't understand, they don't understand how to protect simple things like VPN gateways and, you know, insert the litany of other things. And so when they open themselves up and saying, Hey, like, you know, this is our posture. I, th- I think they do so because they grant trust to someone they shouldn't necessarily grant trust to. And it's, it's a hard thing. I don't, I, I don't know how I necessar- necessarily like advise someone and saying like, when, when do you grant trust or when is trust earned? But I, I guess the way I kind of see it is like, it's uh it's a little bit of like our right swipes episodes, right? There's like a little bit of like, there's a little bit of a pull. There's a little bit of a tug, you know, you open yourself up a little bit. The other person provides a little information. You open yourself up a little bit more. The person provides more information. If it's still sounding good, then maybe, maybe that trust is earned at that point. But in all cases, so like that's 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 kind of the the trust side. I I think I think there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a pull and tug. There's a little bit of a grant, but you also have to make people earn it as as well. The other side of it is it is the advisor part, and I, I I actually don't don't really have any good words. You know, I guess really just looking at it in the most objective lens possible, saying if you have person A who is a consumer and looking for help, who is doesn't understand the market and is otherwise afraid conversing with person B who is a little bit more educated claims to be an industry expert knows a little bit more whether that little bit more is that's a little or a lot I, I don't know but maybe that's sufficient to to be a true advisor as advisor to me is someone who's like sharing knowledge and making the other person smarter it's kind of like dif- displacing water if you will you know you water has a f- way of always finding e- equilibrium and Maybe maybe knowledge is the same thing. So a bit, whether it's a little or a lot, counts for something. And if it's even a little bit, maybe maybe that qualifies enough as advisor. Personally speaking, for me, not really. This person's opinion is if you're going to put yourself out there as an advisor, you actually have to have your shit together because if you represent yourself as something that you're not and not in totality, you're a fraud. You're, you're basically a trusted fraud. I think that that was a great example. I actually... I'm a, I'm actually taking notes during pwn, right? So this is pretty good. The um, I think one of the things you said it, it, it allows me to get better. I'm still going to throw the thing in a can for me, my use because I just don't like the way people use it, right? But I, I like the fact basically what you just said was people can position themselves as advisors because they can offer you more information than you had in your own, even if it's sort of like a crappy little bit more than you have, but they're still giving you advice, right? So that's pretty good, right? But trusted people have to earn over time. They have to earn that willingness on the person they're talking to's part to open themselves up. So they can advise all day long, but they're not going to become trusted advisors until they've proven that, number one, they're useful. That's the advisor part. But number two, that they really do internalize the, the context from that very personal experience of the person that they're trying to advise. And that's when they get trusted. So I don't think anyone yeah. in the universe uses it that way, but I like the way you described it. Yeah, I'd hire that. Right. I, I, I like that. The idea that trust comes with time, advisor comes with a business card, and then you make a decision for yourself. Yeah. So I'm going to say, so, I would say for anybody just on yeah. that thread, like just because someone has a title doesn't necessarily qualify them to do the job. Mm-hmm. Like we see all of the time. And Jack, you've seen this too. Whereas 
people have they have senior titles and junior level skill sets. And I, I, I can think of one company in particular where you're saying they hire a lot of former CISOs, right? People with the title, but they're actually not that. Like they're really not a true business partner and business advisor. There's someone who passed the CISSP and was more qualified than the next person and was, agree- was ag- basically agreeing to put their neck on the line for their corporate security because they like the job title that and recognition that came with it. But like that doesn't qualify them to go out to other businesses and advise them. Like you, you barely understand your own business. How are you going to advise someone else? That shit makes no sense to me. And with that, I would say a big piece of having a true trust advisor is someone that has a self-awareness to put their hand up and say, I, I actually don't know. And I'm not the person for you. And if that's true to me at that point, it's a proof that they've probably earned your trust a little bit more than what it would have been otherwise. That's a really good point, dude, right? So a trusted advisor probably also has a network of other people that trust them, that they trust, right? Yeah. So you get the benefit of all those smart people. Yeah. Now, and now you've we, painted a very attractive picture. So as we change this over the next 50 or 60 years and bring <laughs> meaning back to the term trusted <laughs> advisor, according to this lexicon, I think that will be excellent. And I think that when that happens, and I'm I'm long gone, um, then we can pull it back out of the pit. But for at least the, the Jack Danny portion of the pit of despair, I am never, I, I pledge, I am never going to use the term trusted advisor again because of the fraudulent way, way it's been applied and the fact that it's been battered to nothing. Unless, of course, I'm talking about the new utility provided by AWS because it's actually called trusted advisor. I could, couldn't very well get around that. Mm. All right. I like it. So are you in? Are you voting yes? Are you an, are you a yay, a nay, Holly? Oh, what do we think? I was I I was I was a yay when you first said the term. <laughs> <laughs> you Jack, you, you you had me at hello, man. <laughs> All right, Holly. Another Holly, entry second into the pit. <laughs> I second, or I guess I third. All right, <laughs> perfect. All right. It's unanimous. Sweet. Okay. Well, it's good. I hereby sentence trusted advisor to. The pit of despair. So let it be written. So let it be done. All right. Well, that ends this one. Uh, if you need security help, pwned at newharborsecurity.com. If you need an advisor you can trust. <laughs> no way. No way. No. no. I, was, I, I was trying to come up with something clever. You're so much smarter than me. That, no, that doesn't count. If you if if you want someone reputable and that can help you and who is honest and who's willing to earn your trust, you know how to find us and uh, we'll catch you next time.